0: Hello, my chatty caphys. Welcome to mini gabs, where we have many gabs of mini gabs. My name is Natalie. I'm Kina. And I'm Erica. <laughs> Yay! Yay. <laughs> Hello. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you all know Erica. She is one of the co-hosts of Cheers from the Grave, but she's also a Patreon member, so she's Woo-hoo! here to be our special <laughs> Patreon guest today.
2: Huzzah! Huzzah! Thank you for having me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that word. I don't say it enough, but it hurts my hair. It just brings me joy. Huzzah! <laughs> Huzzah is the
0: best. That should make a comeback. It should!
1: Oh, we need to do that now. hmm Everybody listening? Yes. So how is everybody doing? Well, I have a cold, so I'm going to try really hard to sound normal. I, in my head, I don't sound normal, but I don't know if it's just because I've got a lot of stuff in my head. Oh. Uh, yeah. so yeah, you sound fine well so natalie i was feeling really good about myself i'd been to the gym every day for like a week straight i
0: was like man i'm feeling really good everything's doing great and then the next day i woke up with a cold it'd be even funnier if you got a cold because you go to the gym all those people saying handbells and equipment and okay. mats and fun stuff yes i immediately blamed seek because i was like i don't
1: leave the house all i do is podcast stuff and then he's like, "Um, you go to the gym. That's the most disgusting germ-infested place you could possibly go. And I was like, "Oh, much. Oh. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Everything down, but shit. People are yeah. gross. It's yeah. in the air. Yeah, and right. it's January, so everybody and their moms are at the gym right now. It, it makes I've
2: sense. been home for most of January. I've barely left the house. Yeah, tell, so, tell everybody how your surgery went. So I have a nice little scar right here now. I had to have a disc replaced in my neck, and that was at the beginning of January. And I've been out of work since January 6th, and I'll be going back on the 10th of February. But uh I've just been basically sitting on my ass and healing and stuff. So, uh so far, so good. You know, not as much pain as I was before, which is nice,
1: but still recovering. <laughs> You're in a sick scar. Now you get to come up with all kinds of fun reasons where it came from. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. It's it's.
2: I may have to like be like, yeah, I was totally held captive by a band of pirates, <laughs> and I was able to seduce my way out of
1: it and turn the knife back on them. I'm the captain now. And now I'm the captain now. <laughs> yes. So yeah, Erica works at Universal. I do. Which I'm incredibly jealous about. It <laughs> just seems so fun. <laughs>
2: It's a job. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a job like anything else. You know, it has yeah. its good days, it has its bad days, but the perks are pretty awesome. So.
1: Oh, I love Universal.
2: <laughs> well, next time you're in town, you gotta let me know. Yeah. The uh, both of you.
1: Yeah, I always love that. that. Send in the thing for CrimeCon. It's in Orlando. We're like, come on, please, please, please.
2: Yeah, I I sent that in, too. And I'm just sitting here, like, crossing fingers. Be like, look, I am but a small, <laughs> tiny podcast just trying to make it big in the world. Please help.
1: Yes. Well, I bet they wanted big and small alike. And I was like, well, we're small. Let's I was like, do this. We're tiny. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, good so, times, good times. So, Natalie, what did you discover this
0: week? I discovered a new friend. So nothing special on articles or anything like that. This new friend is a co-worker. Her name is Uchenna. Ooh. Her father is from Nigeria. And so, like, she's actually an artist. And she does a lot of digital stuff. And it, it's really amazing. So she, in college, did... An interactive table and it was koi fish pond and it looked like watercolors and then you could roll a, a ball on it and it, it would make the koi fish like run away from you or what? like really interactive. Oh, that's awesome. That sounds so cool. And it looked really neat too. Oh, you, Chenna, this is amazing. She also, and a lot of her stuff is like tech art, like she could be a video game designer. And so it showed, like, a lot of it. It looked really cool. And she also could make hologram prisms. You know, like, those crystal prisms where it has, like, it's, like, basically a glass cube. And it's got a really cool design in it. And then you set it on a, a glass or set it on a stand where it has a light that shines above it. It's, like, a little hologram. Yeah. She actually, like, had a laser cutter and, like, designed one. At her college, and it would just look so cool. It was like a really pretty flower, and her digital art looks really realistic. And so she's like my best friend now, basically. I've claimed her. Did we just become best friends? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We share a cubicle together. uh, And, or like, it's the same, it's two desks, but we don't have a dividing wall. So, like, we share the space. And she. She's telling me that she was thinking about getting back into it and trying to find inspiration. And that's why she mentioned, like, her father's Nigerian and her mother is African-American with, like, a little bit of Caribbean heritage going on. So she's talking about how her roots and history, like, she wants to get in touch with that and maybe that kind of art style. Oh, that would be and cool. And it would be. And she's looking at gallery stuff, but she's talking about how expensive it is. And I look at her, I'm like, do you want to go have these?" Ooh. So we might do an art show together. Uh, She'll have half the room. I'll have the other half. And in the middle, we'll maybe do a collaborative piece. Oh, that's and cool. And we're working on concepts. One thing I love is nature and landscapes. And she's actually really drawn to that, too, like with the flower and a lot of her stuff is kind of nature. And, of course, I love traveling and culture, and she's trying to get more involved with African and Nigerian background. And I'm like, well, what if we did like the roots of life, basically, and where we can talk about diversity and cultures and kind of tied into nature and just sort of do a combination of like worlds of plants or I don't know. We haven't, we just talked about this yesterday. So that's just one kind of the budding of the concept so far. That's-
1: so cool that that'll amazing. be amazing i'll be pretty
0: pretty excited i don't even know if it's gonna be called that roots of life that's just the best way to describe it because i'm such a mutt she's like what's your heritage i'm like it's everything everything <laughs> european basically uh, yeah <laughs> like i'm a third Sp- i'm like i'm third from spain and partly from I, like if you, I did the DNA test and it was like Greek, Italian, Scotland, English, Polish, Spanish. Literally every country in Europe had a small percentage. Oh wow! wow. And, and I'm like, I love them so colorful, but like I have no history of any of this really. It's not like yes, my grandmother was German and I learned all these words and stuff like that. I'm like no, I don't have any of that really. I have redneck and he'll yeah <laughs> to that extent. I have Harold maybe <laughs> I am fat on melons My name is Harold. Uh, feel free to comment if you have any ideas of a really cool co- art concept that we should maybe work into our potential gallery show or if you have any kind of ideas just in general along with nature or diversity because like, I think Regardless of what we do, I think it's going to lean towards one of that, if not both. That will oh, be really cool. Super cool. fun.
1: Oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, keep really us updated cool. on that because that sounds awesome.
0: I'm pretty excited. I'll definitely let y'all know. And so if anyone's local, they can definitely, hopefully can come by. My friend Stefan is a graphic designer. And it's funny, in the same day, he's like, he saw. he's like, I saw your booth at the Painted Tree. And he's like, you know, if you need any help design wise, like I'll be happy to like help you with business cards or whatever you need. I'm like, sure. And he would be willing to do it for free for me. And then like that afternoon, I met you, chenna and we talked about the gallery. I'm like, Stefan, <laughs> your assistance will be needed. <laughs>
1: oh, wow.
0: That's awesome. I will keep you all up to date. So I'm really That's excited. Good. That is super <laughs> exciting. We That's do. really cool. Super excited. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for the instant support. Because who knows what reason. <laughs> I can see y'all. I can see your reactions. So we'll see how the listeners are taking this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, my discovery is not nearly as cool. Damn it. I should have went first. How do you follow that? <laughs> right? It's a... <laughs> okay. So... Since we were talking about the plague, this is pretty accurate. It's a medieval torture device that was used once upon a time for publicly shaming bad musicians.
0: Oh, oh no. <laughs> that is <sounds> sad. <laughs> that is so hilarious. Sad. Well, it depends on how the torture is. <laughs> yeah,
2: I was going to say, uh, yeah. I need more info.
1: <laughs> the contraption, which is essentially a heavy iron flute is shackled around the musician's neck (laughs) and then their fingers are then clamped to the keys to give the impression that they were playing the instrument finally to further humiliate them they're forced to wear the flute while being paraded around town so the public can throw rotten food and vegetables at them
2: (laughs) oh that poor soul
1: (laughs) oh my god at the time it was considered fitting punishment for crimes against music (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know why I love this so much but I do. But the shame flute <laughs> which is pro- <laughs> I just love that it's called a shame flute. It actually kind of looks like a clarinet.
0: So, well, it's uh, funny of all instruments is they did the flute too. That's what's extra <laughs> funny for me.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, man. So it wasn't just musicians. It was literally like any kind of public performer. So if you're like juggling balls and like lose one, you're a bad they are like shame flute. So it was pretty well-rounded <laughs> or shame performer, I guess, in a way. Yeah. So for so any entertainer in the Middle Ages, the flute of shame was the ultimate punishment for not spending enough time in the practice room. Oh, wow. Yeah. Today, you can find the original shame flute, or Schandflut, in the Medieval Crime Museum in Rothenburg, Germany. And there's also another one in Amsterdam's Torture Museum, which sounds like something I really need to go to. <laughs> Yo,
2: um, I need to go to those. I mean, I'm going to be in Switzerland in March. I'll have to Ooh, see exactly nice. how close I'll be to either of those That's two.
1: Amazing. I will
2: take, and if I can... I will take lots of pictures so y'all can live
1: vicariously through me. <laughs> yes, please. I love this article. It's by ClassicFM.com, but it ends with, we'll start taking suggestions now for which musicians we should make wear the flute of shame in 2020.
2: <laughs> Yo, that's going to be a thing now. <laughs> You're like that person needs a flute
1: to shame. What the hell are you talking about? Well, <laughs> My first thought was, like, Justin
0: Bieber. Oh my gosh, me too! Yes. Really? Yes!
1: <laughs> okay. I just sent you guys a picture in the chat of the shame flute. The flute of shame! <laughs> yeah,
0: my first thought was, really, Bieber, I didn't know if I wanted to go there or not. <laughs> People are so, there's so many genres, so that it'd be like, for somebody, it might be all country artists get the flute. And some, mine is, like, I don't really do pop very well, so it'd be like, you're Justin Bieber,
1: <laughs> Here's a picture of the actual one. Oh, shame <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> the fruit it's of amazing. shame. Amazing. I was gonna make yeah. a joke about Game of Thrones, the shame ding ding, but uh, wow. But yeah, it's actually it looks huge, like the exhibit picture I just sent you. Yeah. It, looks
0: well, it also looks. It, it's like a a shackle, the of yeah. shackle. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> There is no wiggle room in that. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. The
1: thing that looks like he's, that's the finger locks. It's going to lock your fingers in there. That cannot be enjoyable. Experience. Oh, no, no, that looks very really uncomfortable. Well, Erica, have you had oh. any discoveries lately?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So uh about, oh, my gosh, back in it's December now, actually, before Christmas, uh, <laughs> I went on a ghost tour with one of my co-hosts, Nicole, and um, also with my boyfriend, Kyle. The ghost tour is American Ghost Tours, or yes, American Ghost Tours, I think is what it's called. I'm going to have to look it up really quick because I want to make sure I'm branding it right. Yeah, American Ghost Adventures. Sorry. So it's American Ghost Adventures, and um, they have tours in Orlando, And so, uh, Nicole was like, we need to go. And I'm like, uh, yes, you had me at ghost tour. (laughs) And the fact that you actually like investigate is amazing. I am totally down. So we went, um, learned a lot of history about downtown Orlando. Um, apparently Orlando was originally named after a murderer. Oh, wow. That's great. Um, (laughs) It was called something else. I can't remember what the original town name was, but it was named after the murderer, I guess. And then they were like, uh, we should not have a town named after a murderer. So they changed <laughs> it to Orlando, which I guess is more, you know.
1: Disney friendly? <laughs> <laughs> sure.
2: More <laughs> family friendly. Um There's also a really cool spot too where the ley lines just add up just right in a certain location. Because there's like, Where the buildings are now, there was like a graveyard on one corner, a graveyard on the other corner, and then like a church on the other corner. So a lot of spiritual activity that's there. But one of the investigations we did was in um, an escape room thing. And we spoke to a little girl that was like three years old. And her name was Emily. Um, it was crazy cause we were asking all these questions and every time we asked like a yes or no question, we're like, you know, yes, if it's a yes, light it up. If it's no, then, you know, don't light it up. So when we asked like a question that responded with a yes, automatic light up, up to like orange or red or something. So we got very intelligent readings mm-hmm. from the EMF reading, which is like amazing. In that same type of investigation though, there was a point where I it was the weirdest feeling ever. <laughs> like my entire body would just got charged with electricity. Oh wow. Um uh, like I just stood there and all of a sudden I just got like really tingly and I was just like, something is touching me. Like something is near me. There's some kind of energy and my EMF reader was going off too at the same time. I was like, What? <laughs> um it was cool. Towards the end of the tour, we're going through the main uh, Where their headquarters is because they have a room where we investigate as well because they do have spirits that hang out where their headquarters are. So we're walking down the hallway and there's a hallway that was down to the left that broke off down to the left. I looked down that hallway and shit you not, (laughs) full body shadow person.
1: Oh God.
2: I sat there. I just stood there. And here's what's (laughs) funny though. Okay. This is how Erica gets possessed, right? (laughs) So I stood there and I'm like, and I'm just staring. I'm like, that's a shadow person. And of course, and Nicole's like, nope. And started to push me. <laughs> and I'm like, push me forward to keep walking. I'm like, no, I want to go talk to the shadow person. I was like, I want to stay. Be my friend. And Nicole's like, no. And I'm like, but, but, but ghost. Oh.
1: This is what we're here
2: for, right? <laughs> Shouldn't so that
1: noticed that Nicole does
2: not like ghosts. <laughs> she doesn't. Yet she's a ghost tour guide. <sighs> so it was. It's it's crazy. It was such an awesome experience. And also, what's really cool too is the thing is where their headquarters is. It used to be a brothel. So unfortunately, there were a lot of infant deaths that took place there. There's an alley that's behind the building. Where there's actually a lot of spirit activity, and from what we were told, um, a lot of it is children. And so, literally, if you rock up to the gate, it just—it's just constant EMF readings. And like, and it's—and it's not just like I tried to like debunk it because you know EMF is also a natural occurrence when you have just other electrical objects going around. Like my EMF reader will go off when the washer is going off. Mm-hmm. type of okay. thing but um, so I tried to like you know in some ways debunk it and see if there's actually a source that could be admitting this and getting off false positives mm-hmm. but there was nothing and so like and the thing is it wouldn't be constant it would like you would sit there right with the EMF reader and it would go off and then it would stop and then it would go off and then it would stop and it's kind of like the kids like whoop 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. I like playing tag yeah, exactly. So it's, uh, it was, it was pretty intense. But, um, we're gonna be, we're definitely gonna be doing it again. They have a, a four hour tour. We did a two hour tour, but they have a four hour tour where they bring out more equipment. And I'm like,
1: mm-hmm, I want to do it. Ooh, well, that sounds fun. <laughs> well, I guess Florida is one of the oldest places in the country cause St. Augustine's the oldest. Yes. Settlement in the country. So, yeah. I mean, European settlement. Let me, let me correct myself.
0: And, People were you know, already
2: here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. St. <laughs> Augustine is absolutely beautiful, and that's another place that I actually want to do an actual, honest-to-God investigation, like mm-hmm. not just one of those tombstones and gravestone, like tomb and gravestone trolley gut, like things. Yeah, those aren't. Eh. It's it's fun, but it doesn't actually you don't actually investigate anything, but. The lighthouse, the St. Augustine lighthouse, they do have, um, investigation tours after hours. Oh,
1: cool. And that's something that I would
2: love to do sometime. So. Yeah, we
1: didn't get to go to the lighthouse. We went to the fort. Oh, we the
2: fort.
1: Nighttime so, ghost thing. It was really cool.
2: They it do was- that thing? I did not know they did that.
1: Well, the, oh shit. Ripley's, the Ripley's castle. Yeah. They do a tour and they take you to the fort.
2: That's cool. Yeah.
1: So we went to some house and then the cemetery and then they drive you down to the fort and then tell all the stories. It was really cool.
2: That's awesome.
1: Highly recommend. Very, very. And then you can go see a Florida man somewhere. Oh, anywhere you have.
2: Jesus, (laughs) Jesus, <laughs> zombie man every time you know whenever you hear something crazy on the news right i'm just sitting here like please don't be florida please don't be florida <laughs> a florida man
0: i'm like god <laughs> damn it <laughs> that's know about arkansas isn't that in everyone state almost Oh yeah. or i feel like in arkansas we we, we barely have any good representation either so yeah it's, it's, it's it was like come on south get your shit together no, yeah. we we can't get our shit together at all. That's impossible.
1: <laughs> My mom sent me a news article and she's like, "All right, Keena," and it was a uh, woman twerks naked on car in H E B parking lot. <laughs> <She> was <laughs> like, it was in Austin, like right right above us. I was like, oh man. <laughs> but oh, she like geez. Winnie the Poohed it, like it was just pants off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a way better headline. <laughs> I love how you said Winnie the Pooh it. That's amazing.
2: Yes. That's that's a very uh a very it's good a visual. Uh, it's, it's a very good visual right there. It yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, good times. Yeah, it's just the South, all of us god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so now to grill you. Fire away. We all know you're from Cheers from the Grave. What made you want to start a podcast? Oh wow. <laughs> okay um we're hitting you with the deep questions
2: yeah right Just last, let
1: that our last guest was like i don't even know these things about me i need to reevaluate my life to back. <laughs> like,
2: okay. i didn't think about my life <laughs> <laughs> Sit in a corner in my fields with a blanket <laughs> <laughs> no i i wanted to start a podcast because i mean i've been listening to a lot of podcasts i was listening to and that's why we drink and um Black tape these black tape files or black case files. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. But um just, you know, those type of things. I was like, this looks like something I could do and was just like, Let's do it. It looks like it's a lot of fun. It sounds like it's a lot of fun and it doesn't seem like it's that hard. Little <laughs> did I know. <laughs> um yes. But uh no, I mean it's just something that I was like, you know what, this looks like a fun little project and then a little hobby to you know have besides work and home and stuff so yeah so I basically just put out a thing on Facebook and was like I want to start a podcast and who wants to start a podcast with me and Stephanie was the first one to respond and I messaged her I'm like look if you legit want to do this like I need to know that you legit are in like (laughs) no backing out you need to be stuck (laughs) in this this is a thing and it will be a thing and she's like no I'm down I'm like Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and then um and then we brought along Nicole a few months later. She was a guest bot on a few episodes when I had to leave uh to take care of my dad in July. So um and I was like, she did a phenomenal job and she loves cryptids. So I was like, well, come on board. And so then we gained uh we gained a Nicole. So <laughs> yeah. And it's nice. It's really nice. Having it be the three of us because um this way, like, if one can't record one week, then we have the other or vice versa or whatever. So it's it's working out fairly
1: well. So it's fun. I like it, but it's hard. Yay. It's hard work. <laughs> yeah, I know. You don't you don't realize it until you're in the thick of it and you're like, yeah. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> now when I listen to other podcasts and I hear them make comments about like I don't have any time, I'm like, I know. I understand now. I feel like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's it's fun though, but yeah, me and Natalie always talk about how we would never meet the people that we've met if we had not done a podcast.
0: Yes, Mm -hmm. like especially
1: our Patreon people, like we've just met the coolest people, and it's so fun. I've made real
0: friendships with a lot of our listeners, and it's just (laughs) I I just love it. I'm so happy.
2: I wouldn't have met you guys had I. I know. (laughs) It makes me very happy having like it's it's really nice (laughs) having like another podcast to like bounce ideas off of and to actually mm-hmm. like vent to if I need it or to ask like advice or whatever it's just nice to have that additional support so you guys are awesome
1: oh you guys too
2: <laughs> big fan
1: big fan I was just listening to you earlier when I was uh cleaning my house <laughs> Aww, thank you but do you think it's fun though because sometimes they'll come up with like an art idea and they'll be like keen I get on that and I'm yep. listening and it just startles me because I'm like, "Oh, oh okay." And then I'm like <laughs> talking to you guys and I'm like, oh, you're not here. <laughs> Very disorienting. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. It's a good time. Let's yeah, see.
2: we use Kina as our graphic designer.
1: <laughs> God, I love it. Well, it's also you guys are just completely spooks and cryptids and stuff. So the art that I do for you guys is different from what we have. So it's really fun. I really yeah. enjoyed it. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> I got to do a demonic Santa. Yeah. <laughs> that was very fun <laughs> that was
2: fun that was
1: awesome <laughs> yeah it was like demon santa on a throne <laughs> it was really it was amazing <laughs> <laughs> told them that if i got possessed they had to pay for the uh exorcism, you know, exorcism and they're yeah. like okay we got you <laughs> It's like, okay we'll take we got you I don't fuck with demons. I tell you guys that all the time. I really am. That's the one thing that I'm like, nope. i actually
2: wearing the whole, you want demons because this is how you get demons. Right <laughs> oh, you yeah, are.
0: I love that. I one. know. I read your shirt on your walk. I love it. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> what else can we ask you? How long have you lived in Orlando? You're originally from the Northeast. Connecticut. Yeah, Connecticut. I'm
2: originally from New England. So, oh. uh, Connecticut, technically. Um, however, I did move from Maine because I was, uh, I went to school in Maine in Bangor and at, uh, New England School of Communications. So, um, another reason why I wanted to get into podcasting because it's like kind of in my realm with communication degree stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, um, so moved down in 2009, actually. So I've been living here for almost 11 years so 11 12 years almost yeah so,
0: Why did you pick
2: spooky for your
0: podcast
2: because i am a huge fan of paranormal <laughs> and i myself have had multiple paranormal experiences happen to me and i've always just been a fan of you know ghosts and just in general so i was like this is a topic that i can easily talk about and mm-hmm. i was like there we go done yeah. Yes. So, actually, uh, yeah. I had an experience, was it either this week or last week? <laughs> um, I uh, It was after Kyle left for work and I was still sleeping and I thought I heard someone walking in the room.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah. kind of like
2: shuffle up next to the side of the bed.
1: Oh, and then I no. literally
2: felt, I literally felt, I shit you not, a single poke in uh, my no. back.
0: No, just a single,
2: like someone went like boop, to my back no. Oh, no. and I'm just laying there like for a brief moment. I was like, OK, well, maybe Kyle's still here. So I like, you know, turned around and I felt around. I'm like, OK, Kyle's not here. Oh, no. OK, spirit. I know you're here. Cool. Thanks for letting me know. Let me go back to sleep.
1: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so... Way too calm. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be that calm. <laughs>
2: I mean, I, I've, I'm i kind of used to it, though. I mean, the, uh, I would prefer a poke, a single poke to the middle of my back as opposed to a full on slap like I've had before. Mm-hmm. I've been slapped in my back like at least two or three times.
1: Jesus. So
2: I prefer the gentle poke as opposed to the. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I mean, I'm kind of used to strange things happening to me anyway. So I'm just like, Meh, let's
0: be friends. <laughs> Just don't, I, don't me <laughs> I have to admit it makes me think of this time with Emery. So we were going to sleep and I'm about to doze off and then he says something, he's like, What are you doing? Oh no. I'm like, what do you mean? And we're sleeping in opposite directions. You know, I'm facing the wall, he's facing the other way. And our backs are next to each other. Apparently he felt pressure, like a hand pushing down on the bed, like to <gasps> tilt like on the edge of the bed that telt, tilted him a little bit and he thought I was standing there like leaning over him um, oh. with like my hand on the bed and like pushing it down or something. Oh. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm over here. What do you mean? I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he went, what? And he's like, no, you're not. And he, and then he swings his arm over to touch me to feel that I'm there. And he went <sighs> like immediately sat <laughs> straight up and he felt the, Actually, as soon as he touched me, that pressure let up. So we actually felt it go away, too. And then he, like, sat up. He's like, I could have sworn you are right there, that something oh, was man. there. Oh. He, he was, oh. like, scared and frustrated. And he's, like, going to sleep. And so he lay down. <laughs> and he, like, <laughs> angrily forced himself to sleep like that. Like- <laughs> oh, my God he's like we're not thinking about it we're not talking about it you're not talking to me about this ever again It's <laughs> like I'm not having dreams about this shit I'm just going to sleep
1: <laughs> oh, it's like Luciano he's like snored himself to sleep he's like they can't hurt you if you think you're asleep <laughs> just fake snore <laughs> that is different that is different because <laughs> <sighs> he's like you just put the blanket off your head he's like you don't look ever because that's how they
0: get you that's how yeah, they get no. you and that's what I would do if I ever felt anything. I'm like, oh no, I'm just put cover over my head and we're turning on the phone. And we're watching Netflix and go to sleep. Yeah, I'm You're like, ready. I've
1: seen this movie. No,
0: <laughs> you do not
1: win. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, I'm not no, going to.
2: I'm out. used to it. <laughs> Me, oh no. man,
1: all oh, that scary shit. I don't, I don't know. Now I think I want it too much. <laughs> like I go to haunted places and like come out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind
2: of like to. that, too. I'm just like, hey, if you want to make contact with me, I'm completely cool with it. Like, I will be your best friend. Just don't possess me. That's all I ask. <laughs> don't possess me. Don't hurt me. And don't hurt my friends and family. That's all I care about.
1: So. You when I went, like, right after I went on your podcast and talked about the Magnolia Hotel, we actually got to go inside. And yeah, look I remember That's, you. T- yeah. Yeah. And I didn't feel anything. It was not creepy at all. It was just cool. <laughs> Everybody was like, oh, it's so scary. And I'm like, oh, it really wasn't. I mean, it's very historical. That's why I was like, yeah. losing my mind. But it didn't feel creepy at all. And I was really disappointed.
2: <laughs>
1: Aww. I wanted it, some goosebumps.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, maybe maybe when you go at night, maybe like next time yeah. you're able to go at night, it'll,
1: it'll probably be a different tone, you know? That's true. It's an Airbnb, so I'm sure you freak yourself out and like, mm. oh, God, I'm alone. What's about to happen? Oh, God. Well, we'll do that sometime.
2: Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe, 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 do the airbnb and see what happens
1: uh yeah i need lots of people to be there with me i'm well, not I'll that come. brave <laughs> like, i want to see it, but i don't want to see it alone <laughs> <laughs> not that crazy i'll come yeah. i'll be there also takes like a huge skeptic so
2: yeah kyle's a huge skeptic too when we went on the uh ghost tour he's just like <laughs> That was a bunch of bullshit. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was real.
1: It was all real. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't believe in any of it. So he just he was, like, frustrated because I paid extra to stay in the haunted room at the Crescent Hotel. And he's like, goddammit, Keith. <laughs> 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 they charge, like, 50 extra bucks to stay in the haunted room. <laughs> I was like, no. done. <laughs> yeah. I'm a sucker. <laughs> a beautiful hotel, though. Highly recommend. Yes. I befriended the manager and i'm like ooh, he needs to come on the podcast
2: <laughs> that would be <laughs> awesome
1: yeah i talk about all the dead people they found in vials
2: Ugh. Ah,
1: have you heard about that
2: what's what okay so what's the name of the hotel again
1: uh the crescent is the most haunted hotel in the whole country mm. we'll have to do a thing about that so yes do it i'll just do a summary because i'm going to do it someday but yeah basically this guy was like oh yeah i can cure cancer with the waters of the eureka springs Spoiler alert, he could not. And yeah. people were like dropping dead and he still wanted money. So he would pile them in like morgues and write letters back home being like, oh, this is working. I'm feeling great. Send more money. And it was just terrible. But he was doing like dissections and like pulling tumors out of people and stuff and putting them in the jars. He was just a wild dude. But he was like a circus performer. It's just a whole wild. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm going to
2: have to look into that.
1: He got nailed for tax evasion, I think. No, mail fraud. So he went to jail and then he died of cancer. So karma. But (laughs) after all that, they said that they just, all the documentation, like historical documents say that they just threw away everything. So everybody thought it was gone forever. And then last year, they're doing an archaeological dig and they found a pile of all the specimens. They just threw them in the backyard, covered it up. Oh my (laughs) God. So yeah, so U of A did a massive archaeological dig and pulled up all the specimens that still had like pieces of brain and tumors and all kinds of stuff. So now they have it displayed in the, the morgue of the hotel. It's a gorgeous hotel and it's so fun. It has like a ballroom and a bar and it's just, we had the best time just being there. But if you go down to the ghost story store, like ghost tour, it takes you down to the basement where the morgue is and you get to learn all the history and stuff but oh that's really and it used to be a college too it was a lot of things but it's in the middle of the ozark mountains there's nothing around so you're just literally on top of a mountain the christ of the ozarks is in the distance you can see it it's like nice. it's like the rio one but smaller and yeah so it's a really cool place highly recommend i would hate to be the person that accidentally stumbled on a piece of brain in a yeah, jar Be like ah. <laughs>
2: I'd be in therapy for a little while. Actually yeah. no, I probably wouldn't be 'cause I'd be like, Look at this, this is cool. Because 'cause I'm just a weird person. So yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm the one that found a bone in the backyard. I'm like, Is this a person? <laughs> oh Jesus. I posted on Facebook. I'm like, Did somebody tell me if this is a human rib?
0: <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Did
2: you did you like by any chance to, like bring it to like a forensic thing and be like, I need you to tell me if this is human or animal? Because I found mm-hmm. it in my backyard. <laughs>
1: No, but I have some vet friends that were like, oh, that's an animal. But um, okay. my first person we bought the house from is in prison. So I was like, well, what did he do? I <laughs> well, oh, don't know. Somebody... Yeah. It was a whole thing. When we signed the papers, they had to have somebody go into prison, like sign for him. Yeah, it was a, it was a whole thing. <laughs> it was like, yeah.
2: You bought a house from someone in prison.
1: Well, we didn't know it. That's why we got such a good deal, though. So I'm not complaining. <laughs>
2: Oh my uh, god, that is actually, like, uh, that is very interesting.
1: Makes for a good story, yeah.
2: It does yeah. make for an all.
1: Realtor was selling a whole, like, you know, perfect little family, just had to move away to their bigger house with their kids. No, no, he's in jail. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure it was drugs, but, you know. But one could uh imagine. Well, the... I mean, I, I found his police records. It was oh, drugs, okay. but I'm like, what happened they caught him for, though? yeah Ooh.
0: Okay.
1: anyway next question <laughs> okay <laughs> what do you
0: want to ask Natalie well, I am the book person Do you are you reading anything right now or have you read anything good lately at the moment
2: no I'm currently not really reading anything at the moment however I do have my eye on that new Hungers, uh, Hunger Game book that's going to be coming oh, yeah. out pretty well mm-hmm. so I have my eye on that and when that comes out I'm going to be nabbing that and checking it out
1: what uh, are your thoughts on the backstory of snow though because it was trending on twitter and people were pissed because they thought it should be Hamage.
2: <laughs> i'm not entirely too sure but i am actually interested to see how snow did get into power in a sense so i'm yeah. kind of because i mean if you really think about it i can see why people wanted hamage but i mean at the end of the day it's snow that's running the entire mm-hmm. thing and yeah. so seeing how everything crumbled and then was built back up into the you know government mm-hmm. that it is or was like mm-hmm. I I'm actually very curious to see how that happened so
1: me too and her little tagline was like how did he go from being a hero to that or something so I guess yeah that has and...
2: that had me really curious too I'm just like a hero are you kidding me like that doesn't But he was a very interesting character, just like in general, especially Mm. towards the end when, you know, he was just like, well, that wasn't me that made those bombs on the kids and everybody like I wouldn't do that to my own people. So like, in some ways, he did have, I don't want to say a moral compass, but he had something there that kind of made you think, I don't know, it's kind of hard to explain. (laughs) I'm not explaining it very well. Um, but I mean, I can see how he was just like, yeah, you, like when he talked to Katniss, it's like, yeah, like I did these things, but you need to look at who you're following mm-hmm. because it's going down the same road. So Yeah. Yeah. No,
1: that'll be a good one.
2: Yeah. I'm excited for it. So, um, but no, as, as for actual, like anything else, no, I haven't really read anything Lately, I'm very um particular <laughs> when it comes to books. So, like, Harry Potter and Hunger Games kind of spoiled me, and it's kind of hard to... And um, But John Green, like, I'm a huge fan of John Green. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I've read his books. I have actually a couple of books that are signed by him.
1: Ooh. Um,
2: I've actually met him a few times, and we actually have mutual friends because of the Nerdfighter community. So... Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my little like. No call. big deal. No <laughs> big deal. I also rode during a uh, LeakyCon way back in like 2011. I want to say it was 2010, 2011 was LeakyCon. LeakyCon was going to have an event like an um uh, like a buyout event for Universal, and I was like, look, I'm already I already have my tickets to go to actual LeakyCon and to like go to the convention, but as for like, but I'm not going to sit here and pay to go to my own job as mm-hmm. a guest I might as well just work it and that's what I did so I like because this is when I worked at dragon challenge so I was like I'll just take a shift and work it that way I can still be there and still see people and have fun while yeah. working fun story John Green is terrify the Um <laughs> yet I was able to convince him to ride with me on dragon oh, challenge in the front oh, row cool. with his publicist so <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's awesome
2: And it was hilarious because as we were going up the hill, he uh, had to take his glasses off and he's just like, you know what? The only good thing about this right now is that I can't see because I don't have my glasses.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. That is such a
2: cool story. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, he's a really, really cool guy. And his brother Hank is absolutely amazing. They are the
1: sweetest people ever. So I mean, those like, life altering things where he's like i think i'm gonna die and just start yelling why do you kill off all your characters yeah right
2: <laughs> what is right? wrong with you <laughs> well you know the um the book the fault in our stars mm-hmm. um and the movie and everything that was actually the story itself was a inspiration of my friend esther earl um oh. she and i were friends for a long time because again the whole nerdfighter community cool and kind of like strange almost at the same time when there's something that's out there that is extremely popular and you know everybody knows about it and it's like it struck a chord with people or whatever and just knowing that like myself like I have that close and personal attachment in a sense to it like connection to it Mm -hmm. so it's pretty intense it's pretty crazy so yeah But she was a she was a sweet, sweet girl. She uh she died of cancer at about she was 16, I think. And she passed away in 2012, I think. So 20 like towards the end of 2011, 2012, I think. So, yeah. Yeah, she was sweet. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring that all down. Everybody. (laughs) But I will blame John John Green. Green
0: yeah I do.
2: <laughs> I do i do i <laughs> do so but oh, i mean man. he's he's a fantastic fantastic author um and he has one hell of a way with words and the one book that i really really loved uh was looking for alaska and they just have a series on it on hulu so if you ever get a chance to watch it watch it very emotional and um mm-hmm. Actually, like, at LeakyCon, I had the book with me because I wanted John to sign it, and he was going to have a signing, like, just in general, like, a public, you know, where he would sit at a table and have people come up and everything, but I was able to catch him in the hallway, and I was like, hey, you know, I have my, I have Looking for Alaska with me. Would it be okay if you signed it now, or would you rather I wait until your book signing? And he's like, Erica, because you got me on Dragon Challenge, (laughs) of all things, I will be more than happy to sign it for you now, so... So he enjoyed
1: it. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's so cool. But anyway, nah, uh if anybody, if nobody has ever had a chance to read anything by John Green, I definitely highly recommend it. He's fantastic.
1: Yeah, so, don't let the whole YA thing get in the way because uh, YA books, for the most part, some of them are better than adult books. Like I, yeah,
2: yeah, They're even so much he, better. They are actually. It's it's. I'm surprising. It's like I'm. 37 now actually I feel really old saying that but I, <laughs> I, love, I love those books it's like because they actually like get you you know
1: yeah I'm so. super ADD so I find that a lot of those books catch my attention like yeah. YA books and a lot of adult ones bore me to <laughs> I can't yeah. too much detail and they're boring like not boring but just too much detail I just my brain's like
2: next <laughs> like Lord of the Rings because I've oh tried God. to read Fellowship of the yeah. Ring. And let me tell you, it does you don't need a chapter to talk about an ant
1: walking three feet. Okay? Or a brick. <laughs> or like one specific brick inside yes. a tiny hut. Yes. Uh, you don't need and, and three no, pages see. on a brick. <laughs> Just like no. No, you don't. I, you don't. But I get it, I, he's genius. But oh, goddamn, I couldn't yeah. either. Yeah. Well, do you have any questions for us? You already know us, you already know everything. Well, what got you into
2: podcasting? Like, what made you uh, want to get into it?
1: Same thing. Listen to podcasts. And I'm like, I can do that. I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much it. And then they calling people. <laughs> <laughs> like, Who wants to do this to me? Well, I didn't give Natalie a choice, honestly. I'm just no. like, hey. <laughs> I'm like, this lady? That's
0: that's why I'm here?
2: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Natalie just got roped in. They were like, that's what you're saying?
0: Like, yeah. surprise. Pretty <laughs> much. Like, when Ashley was on the show, there was one week she couldn't do it because she wasn't feeling well or something. And Keena's like, Natalie, will you come on and help me out? Because I think you're kind of funny and, you know, we, we could do this. Ashley can't make it this week. I'm like, sure, I'll guest. And I'm like, what's the theme? And she's like, food. She's like, you don't even have to really look up stuff you don't want to. I'm like, I'll look up a couple of things. So I looked up a few stories and we did the, we recorded all day one day. And it was a lot of fun. And yeah. then the next thing you know, like, a month or so later, like, do you want to do this, like, forever? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: forever. Sure. Forever. Yeah. Well, I just love, I, I love the mixture of her dry humor to, like, yeah. other people. Yeah, it just works. I enjoyed it. So I didn't give her a choice. I was just like, hey, you're doing oh, this. Yeah.
2: That was actually around the same time that Colt joined, too. Because I remember, yeah, like, the yeah. mm-hmm. around the same time. Yeah. yeah. So I thought it was pretty cool how like both of our podcasts were kind of going through similar changes with yeah. that.
1: So. And I think a lot of it was, you know, moving to Texas. I don't know anybody here finishing uh, school's over. I'm still trying to find a job. And I was like, I need something to do for movie. Yeah. Mind. so this allows me to still research and feel like I'm contributing to the historical world <laughs> without feeling terrible that I haven't been able to get a job. But uh. Nah, I hear ya. So I'm like, we need to make this a thing, so this could be my job. <laughs> I don't feel okay.
0: bad about not having one. There you go. It's more well, like it's so nice. Zeke doesn't make jokes anymore.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. He's like, I, I have a race car to build. Good job. <laughs>
0: <I'm trying. laughs> Is there any extra hobbies or whatever you do on the side? Um, I
2: mean, I play guitar, um, Ooh. and ukulele. However, I haven't really played either of them in a while, unfortunately. My, I have a black fender acoustic electric that's currently under the bed Ooh. and her name is Jezebel. Oh, <laughs> oh that's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not really. I mean, I'm going to sound kind of lame. I mean, I have my work and then the podcast and then I'm home, you know, full time mom type
0: of thing. Like and like, you and... have like a child though. <laughs> yeah. I have.
2: <laughs> i do crochet actually and oh, since cool. i've been on leave i actually crocheted a blanket That's i was like impressive. yay yeah i uh i just would sit there and watch breaking bad and crochet at the same time and i knocked out the entire series of breaking bad Um, <laughs> wow. uh, and then i just started watching better call saul and but, and then, uh, just working on the blanket. So, yeah, I uh, crochet too. And I actually have some friends that are like, oh my God, I want one. I'll pay you. I'm like, the only reason why I got this blanket done so fast is because I literally had nothing to do. And I just <laughs> sat here for like hours on end on my ass watching TV because I couldn't do anything else because if I did, it hurt. So, yeah. <laughs> like, When I get back working, I can't guarantee that's going to be a thing. So,
0: or don't expect me, maybe next winter you can have this blanket. Yeah,
2: like (laughs) just crochet and hanging out with child, and you know, it is so much fun parenting. (laughs) I say that sarcastically, but also not sarcastically. Yeah, (laughs) I hear you.
0: I mean, it's like anything. It's kind of like a blessing and a curse. Like you have, you're responsible for this human being that you want (laughs) to be not a terrible, super shitty person.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I really don't want her to become a topic of a podcast, um, especially a true crime podcast. So (laughs) Um, that's a goal. That's a good goal. That's definitely a goal in life is not to become a part of a true crime podcast in a bad way. Yeah.
1: Definitely um, the millennial way to look at parenting now. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Raise your child so
2: they don't become a true crime podcast subject. <laughs> yes.
0: Unless they're solving it, you know? Unless yeah, they're not- solving
2: it, yes. Mm-hmm. Unless they're actively solving it, but make sure they're not the actual subject of a true crime podcast.
0: Yes.
1: yes. Well. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for coming on. Hey, so no really problem.
2: I'm glad that uh, we were able to work this out like legit, like last minute.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We had a uh, somebody else planned, but she caught the plague. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Her words, not mine. <laughs> thank you so much. Let everybody know how they can find you. I'm sure most of our people remember you from October oh, and yeah, already follow yeah, you. Yeah. But yeah, if so- they don't. But if you guys don't
2: know, again, I am Erica. I am uh, host one of three for Cheers from the Grave. Uh, You can find us on basically all major uh, podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple, and all that. Our Facebook is uh, Cheers from the Grave. Our Twitter is Cheers from Grave. Instagram, Cheers from the Grave. We have a link tree uh, that has all of our links to everything, website, merchandise, etc., it's uh, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash C-F-T-G. So, Yay! Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, come find us and, you know, be friends with us. So, and if you have, and we also do uh, paranormal stories, like if you have your own personal story, you can email us at cheersfromthegrave at gmail.com. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> come be our friend because we want more friends. <laughs>
0: Um,
1: I Highly yes. recommend. 10 out of 10. Aw, thank you. Yeah. You guys are awesome. Aw. <laughs> Yay. Well, again, thank you so much for so having sniffly. me. I'm getting so I got a I was so bad. I'm like, okay.
2: <laughs> Girl, I remember there was one time <laughs> I had to record and I felt just like you and I was just like, oh, I feel awful. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I feel you. <laughs>
1: Oh, thanks again. Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye.